Welcome, welcome everybody to the Assuminati podcast. Welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey. All right. Well, let's get ready to rumble, everybody. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Let's get ready. Or should I say in the words of The Rock, it's time. Oh, and then he said it's time over and over, and then he kind of stole Bruce Buffer. And oh, anyway. Um, yeah, that was kind of dumb. Yeah, so go back, channel your inner rock, and let's get started here. It's time. It's time. It is time to find some pants that actually fit the rock, too. I think we need to help him. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I'd never say that to his face because he's a beautiful man and he's bigger than You don't me, like that look? I love him. I love him. He looked, he looked like an idiot. I love Maui. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, my, wasn't my jam. It's about so, drive. It is. It's about drive. It is about drive, Matt. Speaking of drives, thank you everybody yeah. for listening to last week's episode on Olympic scandals. Again, you can find us yes. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. You can find us on We're your everywhere. device. We are everywhere, including YouTube. This week, it is about drive. Drive. It's about power. It's about power. It's about. <laughs> The NFL and the game that just happened, the big one, the Super Bowl. Except we're not here to talk what? about. There was those, a game? Uh, there's a little. Over the weekend, big one. So, on that note, Bobby, really what it was, was there was a, a concert. I don't know if you heard about that. There was an Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg concert, and a football game broke out oh, yeah. at the concert. I, I saw <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I saw that. They like to monetize that. There were also commercials, which is what we're talking about today is the commercials of the Super Bowl. What most people watch the Super Bowl for anyway. We'll talk about what you think of the commercials as well. Some of your comments from online. So what we're going to do, let's give you a little, I mean, Bobby, you, you're you a cook, man. What, what were you eating as you were watching the game? Uh, I had some of Bobby's world famous queso. Yep. You, is that trademarked, yes. sir? Is that? It is. Uh, it is yes. Yeah, you can't say yes. Bobby's world. Bobby's world famous queso. Don't you know? No. Yeah, we're gonna get pulled it's off. The Bobby's internet. world famous queso. Oh, I not see. Bobby's oh, world. Yes. Play on um, words. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I had a little of that. Followed. I cooked up a couple of ribeye steaks. Mm. I had three different kinds of um, smoked wings. Oh. And no. we had rice crispy treats. And then a whole crap ton of candy. It's my yeah. invite got lost in the mail. Yeah, that's about what we did. Well, I mean, we, we had, took we had a some bite nachos. this year. Sounds delicious. Well, yeah. I was supposed to be invited to my brother's house for the Super Bowl, and I got uninvited on Friday. Hmm. So I had to throw together a party real quick because he decided he'd been too sick to plan a Super Bowl party. So he ruined everyone's Super Bowl. Well, or did he? I Maybe he saved you from getting sick. Delivered. Through. Maybe it was a blessing. Yeah, well, might that, have been a blessing in disguise. That food sounds amazing. And that is what Americans do on Super Bowl Sunday. America. You make food, you eat food, and you watch either the game, the halftime show, the commercials, or all three. You take it all yep. in. You take it all in. So let me give you some fun facts on Super Bowl Sunday to set up our conversation about commercials and, and kind of set up the demographic that these people who create the commercials are shooting at, the demographics that they're aiming these commercials at. 
So 14 people on average attend a Super Bowl party as far as how many people show up to a singular Super Bowl party, if that makes sense. So on average... It's about what we had. Okay. I, I think that makes sense for a lot of people. Sure. As you go there, this is the second largest eating day of the year for America. Behind, that makes sense. Behind Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving I suppose. That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, on a, except the caloric intake is higher than Thanksgiving. You're averaging about eight thousand calories. Did you guys hit it? Did you guys make that? Did you guys make the Easily. mark? Minimum. I, I did too, for I, sure. I, I think I delivered on the assignment. Very nice. He understood the assignment and he followed through. <laughs> Gold star for you. Now yep. Americans eat about one point four billion wings on Super Bowl Sunday. Wow. 10 million pounds of ribs, 8 million pounds of guacamole in its many forms, wow. 11 million pounds of chips, Were 49, they from Mexico? okay, we'll talk about that one, 49 oh, million, that was a good commercial, that was a good one, 49 million cases of beer on the wall <laughs> for a total of 1.2, take 2. one down, pass it around. 48 million cases of beer on the wall. 38,999,999 on the wall. <laughs> $1.2 billion on beer alone. I thought wow. that was interesting. So we, we love to eat, but think about the commercial potential here, the advertising potential when you know that, when you understand what Americans are consuming. Well, now you know where to put your money and what companies mm -hmm. are interested in advertising to these people. <laughs> All right, so millions and millions of cases of beer on the wall. We love to eat. They love to advertise to us to eat and to make their food a tradition on Super Bowl Sunday every year. I mean, think about the sales. If that's the second biggest eating day of the year, that's that's a big deal. For sure. Even if you don't watch the game, the food is typically something to look forward to. So let's talk about these advertisers and what they use to target us with let's start with sure. the money let's start with the money how much does a 30 second ad during super bowl sunday cost nowadays just last billion dollars just 30 seconds <laughs> one billion hey that so was another one that's right that's right yeah so this year it was 6.5 to 7 million dollars for a 30 second ad depending on the timing of the ad we know wow. that some some ad slots are more lucrative than others. That's for incredible. example, for example, the very first commercial is the, always the most expensive commercial. Oh, interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. So everybody sits down for kickoff and then boom, they go to commercial. They know the entire world's watching at that moment. Some of the other more expensive slots are the two minute warnings for the mm -hmm. first and second half. Those are very expensive slots, right? Least expensive being halftime. That's when you see all of your local ads show up. Because everybody's going to the bathroom and testing the plumbing and the, uh, yeah, for the, sure. city, the city plumbing, putting it to the test. So some of these people spent six and a half million dollars for 30 seconds. So keep that in mind as we go through this, which translated last year to $545 million for CBS last year. Wow. Yikes. 22 hey, percent. Yeah, go what ahead. was the uh, average ticket price to get into the Super Bowl? Because there were seventy thousand people there, right? That's unreal. It was the five to six thousand dollar range, right. I believe, right? So times that by seventy thousand. Unreal. <laughs> just in Un just in ticket sales. Think about that. It's ridiculous. Anyway, carry on. 
And then the aftermarket on those are just ridiculous. You're talking yeah, nine, totally. nine, 10,000. Okay. 22% of Super Bowl viewers say the commercials are the best part of the show. Forget the game, forget the halftime show. I'm here for the commercials, say almost a fourth of the viewers. Interesting. Uh, let's see some other things to look at. Yeah. So according to USA Today ad meter, which is a, a generally trusted measuring of how effective these commercials are, they state that Super Bowl ads are 20 times more effective than a typical TV ad. 20 times. You got 20, Interesting. Times, 20 times the eyeballs. 20 times the price. 20 times the price and the budget. Yeah. So all of that makes sense. Uh, for example, Anheuser-Busch has spent on Super Bowl ads since 2006. How much money do you want to guess? Since 2006. Uh, I'm going to okay. go with one or 999 million. Almost 1 billion. Okay. You guys are shooting over the moon here. Uh, <laughs> cut that in half. <laughs> 500 million uh 482 million dollars since 2006 wow that is a lot of cheddar it's a lot of money just a couple well fun fact i don't know if you guys noticed this but coca-cola was not to be seen last year or this year so this is the second year coke coke pulled out pepsi well was the the halftime halftime show show. yeah so they they've definitely put their money into an effective area. So 65% uh-huh. of Americans say funny Super Bowl ads are what they prefer. Are you guys on that boat? Yeah, that's what I prefer for sure. Mm-hmm. Make it funny. That's all I got to say. Make Don't give funny. me something sentimental. I'm not here to feel. Yep. I'm here to laugh and eat food right. and hit my 8,000 calorie mark. Yep. Okay, so 100 million people, give or take a million here, watch the Super Bowl last year and this year. Is what they're estimating. So that's uh, that's a lot of viewership, ton of money, a lot of things to target, for sure. So on that note, we're gonna break down some categories of Super Bowl commercials. We've reviewed them for you. Maybe we'll inspire you to go back and and watch them. So the categories we're gonna run through today, we're gonna go through the most effective Super Bowl commercial, the least effective Super Bowl commercial our overall favorite of the year. And then at the end, we got a little treat for you. We're going to talk about our most, uh, we're going to, we will talk about our favorite of all time Super Bowl commercials. So we're going to get his, historic on you and bring out some oldies, but goodies. Again, most of these you can, it can be found on YouTube. You can easily, easily go find these. So let's first break down the most effective, your pick for the most effective 2022 Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl commercial. Uncle Buffalo Bobby is going to lead the way and give us his pick for the most effective commercial of 2022. Yeah, one of the hot themes throughout the Super Bowl was commercials around cryptocurrency. And one of my favorite commercials, but I'm on a label at the most effective, was a commercial by FTX. And they are a marketplace for cryptocurrency. But I felt like this was a really creative and an effective way to make you think. So Larry David, he's a comedian, for those of you who don't know, he starred in this commercial as a time-traveling skeptic. And he was shutting down ideas left and right. I call it the wheel. Yeah, I don't think so. This is a miss. The will, the fork, the toilet, 
<laughs> you know, voting, the light bulb, going to the moon, a portable cassette player. And finally, when it comes up about crypto, he's like, no, nope, not going to work out. So I thought this was really effective in making you think of, you know, I've heard so many people, I myself have said crypto is stupid. It's not going to work out. Why would you put your money there? But then when you think about it, you know, there was people saying the will was a dumb idea or the light bulb. So maybe we should consider it. So very effective commercial, in my opinion. Pretty good pick. Not going to lie. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, what are you? Okay, that's my Larry David. Sorry. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Very good impression. Ah, right? I don't pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, and speaking of crypto, is that, does that, is that what Snoop Dogg was repping at the halftime show? Or is that Crip? Was oh, it? he's a Crip. Crip. Uh, the Crip Not, not Crypto. Oh, yeah, got Crip. It. Okay. No, okay. so let's celebrate some yeah. uh, death. That was the predator assessor to crypto maybe he can do a crypto walk and uh perhaps speaking of crypto though our next episode stay tuned to the assuminati podcast keep following us and keep liking us and next week we're going to break down cryptocurrency how it works and everything brandon is a genius with cryptocurrency in fact he's ordering billion dollars in his account right now yeah, this is just all a front, people. I'm really a crypto billionaire. <laughs> uh, speaking of crypto, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give my pick next, if that's okay, because it has to do with crypto as well. The the commercial yeah, I bring it. The commercial I felt was most effective was voted either number one or dead last by most of the lists that I saw, and it was the Coinbase floating QR code commercial. Yeah, interesting. So I thought it was brilliant. It first of all, it confused everybody. Is this really a commercial? Is this really happening? Did this company just spend six and a half million dollars on this? Well, they spent twice that because times that by two. It was a (laughs) sixty-second ad on top of whatever it took to create that thing. So this is playing on nostalgia for those of you who remember old DVDs with timeout icon would bounce around and if you stare at it long enough you'd swear that that icon hits perfectly into the corner of your screen and so that's what they were playing on is okay first of all there's a qr code to scan Uh, any fans of the office there's an episode that addresses this as well they're sitting there staring at this floating object and then at the very end of the commercial it does in fact hit the corner of the screen and flashes an old school looking ms dos era screen and you can barely see the word coinbase right there in the middle of the screen and so they said uh, as far as why is it least effective well it ticked a lot of people off it confused a lot of people i even heard a podcast today they were convinced it was pong now this was an, they were older an older generation podcast they said oh you remember that that qr code obviously this is pong i mean they, they and they were serious i thought they were joking so some generations thought it was a play on pong but no it was in fact nostalgia from the 90s windows era mm-hmm. and yeah i hit the corner and if i was at a sports bar or at a big party i can picture a party yelling and rooting for that thing to hit the corner i think it could have been a fun commercial in a huge group now, was it effective? Was it not effective? Stats would tell you it was effective. I think, Bobby, you found a little something that happened during the commercial, I believe. 
Yeah, they had so much traffic to their website and their app that it actually shut them down temporarily where people couldn't access the site due to the influx of traffic. So say you, were, say you were confused, say you hated the commercial. Was it effective? It was effective, obviously. If it drove that much traffic to their website, clearly they made a good decision, their marketing team. I'm seeing some comments on my Facebook post. We've got uh, my brother-in-law went on, grabbed his free $15 that they were promising, like a, like a smart young man. Uh, I went later. I visited the website. I didn't scan the code because I was too busy rooting for it to hit the corner. But I, I myself went to Coinbase.com <laughs> to check it out. So was it effective? Yeah. 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 I went. And it continues to be. I did not. Nothing touches me. Ah. Okay. Well, let's move on to can't touch this, Mr. MC Hammer himself. Whoa. Can't touch this. Two thirds ain't bad though, Matt. Two That's thirds. That's true. Two out of three. Two out of three. <laughs> You're right. What you, the odds. what you got for most effective? I'm, I'm going with the Irish Spring commercial. Oh. I thought that that commercial was... Uh, was pretty effective because I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about getting in the shower and getting all fresh. And, you know, the guy comes into a, a paradise, an Irish spring, and they and they tell him how bad they that he smells and and they need to bathe him. And he, of course, goes and, and it's like, you know, the guy uh, seems all fresh and they dress him in the same clothes and dance around. And I'm still thinking about that commercial. So I think, yeah. for me, that was pretty darn effective. It was like a cult of fresh and... uh they got him it was in. very nice. I, yeah, but I will I'll, say, let, let me just say, though, that that um, none of the commercials really, really hit me. Maybe, you know, I thought the Coinbase one was just okay. I thought all of the commercials were kind of just okay. None of them were like years past. And we'll talk about that later. But yeah, that was my uh, most effective for this for this pick. And I'll admit, I had to go back and watch that one again when I was watching it live during the commercial. It kind of confused me. Like, what am I really looking at here? This cult of, of people <laughs> judging this stinky man. Okay, it's yep. a so commercial. Yeah, I kind of had to rewatch it. Ah, it's clever. If, if you go back clever. and give it, another, give it another chance. Okay, yep. I think those are three very effective, you could argue, yeah, arguably I... very effective commercials. Uh, another one might have been the Avocados from Mexico ad. That was kind of my honorable mention. The reason I mentioned that one, this is really interesting. Earlier that morning, the U.S. government shut down all imports of avocados from Mexico. Just that, right, be right before the Super Bowl. Interesting timing. I'm glad, though, they waited to shut it down until after we'd all bought our avocados right. exactly. for our guacamole. Yeah, so if really you were planning, you bought your avocados weeks ago. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not weeks went, ago, a couple okay, days ago. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I just thought those, it's all because of mafia and drug cartel threats that are happening down at the, at the plant inspectors down there. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. It was a funny commercial with Andy Richter. Uh, it's worth another watch. Tailgating at the Coliseum back in Roman days. Thought that was clever. Okay. Well, let's move on to what Matt was talking about. So maybe you're you're thinking or feeling the same way that Matt's feeling about these commercials. Maybe you felt like it was a down year. So let's talk about the least effective ad that you felt aired during the Super Bowl. Buffalo. All of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't you leave us? Uh, maybe Bob's got it. What Just you got, Bob? Well, I will say I thought the commercials were better today than they were Sunday. Okay, I they agree. They aged well. I agree. But the, the commercial that I felt, and I'm going to give my vote for least effective, was not because I didn't enjoy the commercial, 
but I didn't feel like I walked away wanting to buy this company's product based on the ad. So this commercial was all about insulting Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and had my favorite man of all time, Matthew McConaughey, okay, okay. flying around in a hot air balloon, talking about how, you know, the opportunities here, you don't need to go off into space and all this stuff. Um, but they're promoting this thing about Team Earth. And then I'm thinking, this is from Salesforce. And I know what Salesforce offers as a company. And I wasn't connecting how Team Earth had anything to do with the Salesforce product. So that's why I'm going to say it was least effective, but it was probably very effective in insulting some of our rich friends that want to fly off to space and live in the metaverse. I thought that was interesting. I counted three commercials on Sunday that took shots at Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. I thought that was yeah, really interesting. Yeah, a bunch of haters out there, yeah. for sure. All these companies are not liking that because he's no. taking a piece of their pie. All that free publicity for those two as well. Um, yeah. No, are you a Salesforce yeah. fan in general? Bob, do you like their you know, product? Um, in my line of work, you know, I've seen what they offer. Um, we don't currently use it, but I've sat down with them several times and yeah. it's compelling, but I don't think they're going to save Earth. It's semi-effective, but yeah, the commercial's not really changing your mind about it. I get it. Least effective. Cool. My pick was the very first Bud Light commercial. If you remember that in the first quarter, it was called Bud Light Next zero in the way of possibility and it was a rave it was this weird uh blue people on a planet that was exploding with color and it was kind of a cool looking commercial but i had no idea what they were trying to advertise I, they were trying to advertise beer right but this was like a seltzer bud lighty type drink i can't even tell you what kind of a bud, bud light they were advertising um pandora that's what i'm thinking of of avatar it reminded me of like a rave that would happen on pandora during the movie avatar it was interesting for sure it was and it was i, I just think it fell flat they spent a ton of money making the commercial and then they were advertising during one of the most expensive slots of the super bowl so they blew tens of millions of dollars on this thing and i just mm -hmm. don't think they hit the mark so that, that was my pick. Uh, Matt, what you got for least effective other than all of them? <laughs> yeah, all again. No, uh, the Mayo commercial <laughs> with Pete Davidson. I'm just sick of seeing that guy. I'm, I'm wow. just going to be honest with you. Pete Davidson bugs me. And they hopefully acknowledged he, it. Hopefully he listens to the podcast and I've made a friend, but um, <laughs> yeah, kind of sick of Pete Davidson. Not going to lie. And they acknowledged it in the commercial. I know I'm hittable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are. He, he is, but I, I just don't want to see a commercial even with him. You know, it's just, I'm kind of done with it. Him and Kevin Hart and The Rock for that Okay, matter. We and can it, fight about that later. But So it's this, this lineman is tackling people at this party, uh, hunting yep. them down and tackling them. And it's kind of a play on one of my all-time favorite commercials, The Office Linebacker, Terry Tate, back in the day. Right. Guys, yeah, it's a little bit of a ripoff, too. That's the other thing that kind of makes it. it irritating and least effective. I'm with you. That that commercial made me mad more than anything. Nice. And the fact that I yeah. like that but mayonnaise. Didn't you pick up? Yeah, Hellman's is but, a good product. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't you pick up? You could put mayo on any type of garbage and make it great. <laughs> Which is kind That's of That's what I took away from it. I didn't take any way. I, I just said they plagiarized the idea. And Pete Davidson, yeah. I'm tired of seeing his face. So I'm kind of with Matt on this. 
Yeah. You know, and everybody likes best foods, you know, or I guess Hellman's it's Hellman's in the East, right? And best foods over here in the West. But um yeah, kind of irritated me because I like that mayonnaise too. Mm. So Yeah. That's that's the one for me. Okay. So that those are great picks for least effective. Maybe you disagree. Let us know on Facebook. Let us know on, on social media, on YouTube. Let us know if we got it wrong. Uh, what I'd like to do next, or what we're going to do next is we're going to transition into our favorites. What, what really, really entertained you, or, or I guess you'll give your reasons. I'd like to first rattle off what USA Today's ad meter listed as their top 10. Again, they have a lot of metrics that go into this. Starting at 10 and working our way down to one, we've got the E-Trade baby off the grid. So we saw the return of the E-Trade baby. Toyota did a truck commercial with the Joneses. That's a fun one to look up. NFL bring down the house where a video game pops out of the screen and they destroy the house. BMW did a Arnold Schwarzenegger and Selma Hayek electric vehicle commercial. One of the six electric vehicle commercials that happened. Lay's potato chips. That was kind of a funny one. Paul Rudd, South Florida. Yeah, I like that one. That was a good one. Toyota did a brothers commercial i think they're calling it where uh, a blind brother or a, a almost blind brother is helped along by his scene the the brother who can see in like a, a paralympic type feel good commercial kia did an electric vehicle commercial with a robo dog number three doritos and cheetos did push it the animals got into the <laughs> doritos and cheetos uh number two yeah. was amazon's mind reader with yeah, that was pretty pretty good, I guess. Carla Johansson and and her hubby. Okay, from but Saturday let's Night Live. be honest about the Amazon Mind Reader. They were just trying to call attention away from it by saying, you know, you know, this is crazy. They yeah. can totally read my freaking thoughts. I think things, and then like it's being recommended to me. Our, uh, where's our yeah. foil hats? Where's the foil hats? That's there's good. the conspiracy. There it is. Right there. Yep. And you're right. They, they want to bring attention to it to divert your attention away from it. Right. They're like, ah, ha, see, mm -hmm. we, we're making fun of ourselves. It doesn't really happen. Ah, we're really, they're Bobby. dead serious. They're dead serious. They're reading dead. your thoughts yeah. right now. Okay, Jeff, we see you. And then number one. But by bringing Scarlett Johansson into that made me like the ad. Yeah. So number uh, one, obviously. number one rated commercial on many lists was the rocket mortgage rocket homes commercial with barbie times is tough yeah. in this in this market <laughs> it was a it was a pretty clever one so it's kind of clever let's talk about some of the comments we had on facebook from their favorites uh, so let's open it up to the people here a few of us including a, a couple of my neighbors really love the gm dr evil reunion I really enjoyed that one. I, I thought it was Yeah, obviously funny. the targeted age group was our our demographic, right? The halftime show, that commercial. Yeah, all the, of it. Yeah. There's the cable guy commercial with Jim Carrey. Um, yeah, yeah, they came they came after our demographic for sure. Apparently yeah. they think we have money. Uh, next we have They wrong. The NFL <laughs> commercial. Dustin Little really liked that know. one. <laughs> yeah, that 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 NFL commercial where they tear up the house. That was really funny. Um a lot of people had some comments on the Coinbase commercial. They they were confused by it or they didn't get it. And I totally get that. It was just a floating box. What are we supposed to do with that? We had Amazon Mind Reader. Yeah, back wife. to that NFL commercial, though. I thought it was selling a video game. And I was getting really excited to go buy that video game. 
And then I was very disappointed when it was just a commercial advertising the NFL. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a little confusing in that regard. Yeah, I didn't know what they were trying to sell either. I I thought it was hilarious. And grandma stood up for the kids at the end. That was kind of funny. Sweetness, Walter Payton scoring the touchdown. Gotta love Walter Payton for sure. That was really cool. Um, my wife really liked the Amazon mind reader one. It was funny. It was very clever. Uh, Sean, my brother-in-law and I really, really loved the Joneses keeping up with the Joneses Toyota Tundra commercial. Almost yeah, maybe want to, almost maybe want to go out and get one. Uh, my brother mentioned some commercials that didn't even air. So thanks a lot, Kyle. Um, so let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about our favorites. It's what, such what, a brother what, thing to do. I'll punch you later. <laughs> Bob, what was your favorite? So I really liked the Uber Eats commercial. So this commercial was all about celebrities. They were eating stuff that they got from Uber Eats that clearly wasn't edible. You know, they had some candles, soap. I really liked the kitty litter. And like he just kept eating it. Um, Aluminum foil, diapers. Um, This was just a really effective way to let everyone know that you can order more than food through Uber Eats. Um, Although the U S consumer product safety commission was not as pleased with the commercial and Mm. they posted on their Twitter feed, do not eat soap (laughs) or lipstick or (laughs) yeah. Again, had some annoying people. I didn't think it was nearly as funny as I did. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that was funny though, because like, they are annoying and they're kind of stupid. So That's watching true. them eat that stuff, I think just sold it. Yeah. They had some, anyway. some B listers in there and I, I thought, I thought it was super effective. This could have been your effective pick too, but it was funny. And mm-hmm. that's, that yeah, was your favorite. It was funny. Cool. I like that. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was super effective as well. Absolutely. Uh, my pick is it's the Barbie dream house. I'm going with the, the rocket mortgage introducing a new product called rocket homes that'll notify you when a house is available in your area because this market is nuts absolutely nuts and so they played off of barbie trying to buy a dream house with a bunch of vultures coming in and it was really funny you should go check that out on youtube yeah, uh, pick. close runner up was the ftx larry david commercial i thought that for some reason that just really hit my funny bone uh matt i'm gonna go with the uh the willie nelson sketchers commercial oh just because I like Willie Nelson, oh, really? you know who doesn't? Who doesn't yeah. like Willie? And if you Glad don't, you don't, you know, the best. you don't know. Glad he's still around. Yeah, yeah, that was good. If you don't like Willie, <laughs> the runner-up for me was the Budweiser uh, Clydesdale commercial. Wow, you were here to feel. Yeah, huh? I felt it. I felt it. Mm-hmm. That's where the, the and Robert. Clydesdale... You can fight me. I I know you have a problem with that, but I, I'm telling you, you know, bring it buddy because i don't think you're understanding really what what they were trying to get at in that commercial so just the breaking horse, it down the, well the horse wreck you know is basically um representative of america right um this is this is what i'm telling you america has been injured and hurt and is down and you can find whatever reason you want for that i think what they were getting at is the pandemic but i feel like that was the deep meaning behind it. Yep. Uh, let, let's talk about a time when companies did take a little bit more chance, put a little bit more edge to, to what they were doing here, a little more butter on their toast, so to speak. So let's talk about our all-time Super Bowl favorite. Let's open up the time capsule here. You really, and that's really what we're doing. You can look at a specific year 
look at the commercials that happened during the Super Bowl and you'll kind of know what's going on in America that year based on what these commercials are. It's kind of like a time capsule. So, Bob, do you have an all-time favorite? I do. I'm going to take you in the Wayback Machine to 1998. And I don't know what was going on in America at the time or what story it's trying to uh, tell. sync Backstreet Boys, um, but... Clinton. Okay. Keep yeah, going. well, this commercial didn't sell any of that stuff. This okay. is just a priceless commercial. Um, I don't think it brought any politics or anything in. But the scene starts with this guy sitting on his porch he's got a big slice of pizza he's got a bottle of tabasco sauce and he's just laying that on liberally like all over that pizza pizza Making and then hungry. a mosquito comes and the yes. camera zooms in you see the mosquito just stick his little stinger in there he sucks out the blood and if he flies off in the distance all of a sudden boom <laughs> The mosquito blows up. That's a great oh, one. That's so and good. I tell you what, for the last however many years, what, last 32 years, whatever, I I guess I can't do math. Like 24 years, years whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Mathematicians Roughly. do that for me. 24. Good. But math. for the last quite a few years, I have always remembered that every time I see a bottle of Tabasco sauce. <laughs> so when I think hot sauce, That's I awesome. think Tabasco. That's and awesome. then I think a mosquito blowing up. So even though other hot sauces may be superior in flavor and temperature and stuff, I'm going to choose Tabasco sauce because of that commercial. Especially when there's uh, summertime mosquitoes around, maybe one of them will blow up and reenact that for you. Then. Okay. Hopefully. Oh, oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. Such a good one. Everybody go look Great that one. up on YouTube. So mine, my pick, I, I love the Betty White Snickers commercial. I love the Bud Light Cedric the Entertainer commercial, if you want to Google or, or YouTube those. It came down to these two, and I, I'm having trouble narrowing it down to one. My most nostalgic pick is the McDonald's Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird when they're playing horse. What's in the bag? Look, Big Mac fries. Play you for it. You and me for my Big Mac? First one to miss watches the winner eat. No dunking. <laughs> off the floor, off the scoreboard, off the bank board, no rim. And they just keep one up in each other. They end up That's outside a of one. the stadium. And then there's commercials that come years after where they're out, they're on the moon. They're, oh, it just takes you back. Well, didn't when, you as a kid, like really think about your superstars doing a game of horse i did yes so i think that's why that one hit home we reenacted like, that, that. cool my dad reenacted that with us it was it, yeah. like that's how effective that commercial was it was one of his favorite players larry bird versus my generation's player and michael jordan yeah. in a commercial over a big mac come on and then reebok's terry tate office linebacker which hellman's plagiarized i laugh yep my butt off when i see that okay so those are my all-time favorites Matt, what you got? Yeah, I, I think Budweiser has to be the clear winner over all-time all Super Bowl commercials. And my favorites are the Frogs. Bud. Wise. Err. Mm. Wow. Take 50. Heck yeah. All right. First so that time. Wise. Wise. So that one has to be uh all-time favorite for me. The runner-up is also a Budweiser commercial, and it's the the friends calling each other on the phone, and the one guy says, What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> the, I, I, 
Hold on. Hello? So what's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. So good. Oh Great that pick. That was way better than yeah, the commercial. So, <laughs> for sure. But that one that one had us as friends, you know, calling each other all the time. What's up? So, oh, yelling at each other down the hallway at school. <laughs> oh, for sure. So every day. That's my that's my runner up. What a great pick. And that's uh, you want to talk about all time greats. I mean, that's at the top of the list. That's We're awesome. still talking about it in 2022, so they must have done something right. Yeah, well, they've done something wrong because now they're trying to make you feel feelings. That's okay. With with Clydesdales and dogs, I'm just. I'm in touch with there. my feelings. Yep. All right, I'm not. Well, we've made it to the end. What do you think, Bob? How'd we do? <laughs> so that's it for today's episode of the Assuminati Podcast, where we talked about the commercials from Super Bowl 56. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next week for a lesson on cryptocurrency, or what I'd say is crypto for dummies. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or even go to YouTube. But share with your friends, your family, like us on Facebook, comment what you thought of today's episode. Until next week, have a great week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> Rub some mayo all over the garbage in my fridge to make it fresh. Well, that's just a normal Tuesday night for you, Bob. So I don't know <laughs> what you're you talking. Uh oh, we lost everybody. Where'd your face go, Matt? We lost everybody. I'm coming back at you, you right me? now. Just hang on. Just hang out. Start a revolution. Matt's gone into the dark. Here I am. I don't know what happened to the horse, but he clearly didn't break his leg because they would have shot him. That's what you do to a horse with a broken leg. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm telling you. You Two, can't do that to America. I think he got stung. I'm not going to just shoot America. Well, if he broke a freaking right? leg, they would have put a big cast on it. They would have had him propped up so that he couldn't put any weight on it. Like, he didn't break his frickin' leg. He got stung by a frickin' bee, and he is a tough enough horse, he didn't need to be laying on his butt. Like, they overplayed the it's a his injury, and it's that an was analogy. too much for me. But wise. Wise. Oh. You're supposed to say er, dum-dum. Er. <laughs> do it again, do it again, do it again. But okay. wise. Brandon Feld. Let's go, Brandon. Gosh, Robert. Robert, you're <laughs> lagging big time, bro. Oh, man. We, we Let's go, it. Robert. We nailed it. You... It's killing me. Okay. All right, do it one more time, Brandon. You start right, it. Let's, Robert, let's try again. You start with Bud, Robert. What's up? What's up?